So there's something about um, a business being family-owned and operated and and been that way for 20 years. I know I came from a business my father ran and his father ran and his father's father ran. Um, uh, and there are these traditions that you pass on. And if you do it right, you don't lose that family spirit no matter how big you get. Well, American Financing is a family-owned and operated uh, business. Since June of 2001, American Financing has been dedicated to working with you to help get your finances where they need to be. They started um, in the home. They moved outward towards your home. And now they're working for you and not the bank. Uh, They help you with debt consolidation, mortgage uh, refinancing, or just a regular home loan. These are the people to go to that you can trust to do the right thing with you. The coming months bound to be interesting uh, at the very least. Now's the time to get on top of your finances. Do it right now. American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. We begin the radio show here in just about uh, 15 seconds. Stand by. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. So the uh, president said yesterday, when it comes to gun control, there are many ways to skin a cat. Now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna excuse him for you know being so old. He probably knows the other ways to skin a cat. I, I don't even know one way to skin a cat, but uh, all I know is the cat ends up dead and skinless. And that, I think, is exactly what's happening to our country. There are many ways to skin a cat. I'll show you one way. The White House is now denying, but others in the know say, no, 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 no. This is absolutely going on, an attempt for the White House to choke off ammunition in this country. We begin there in 60 seconds. Sooner or later, you're going to realize that we have got to stick together and we've got to build a parallel economy. And the sooner you switch to Patriot Mobile, the sooner you can start paying less, I mean way less, than what you're paying for right now with your major mobile phone company. There's no reason to pay through the nose. And uh, those major mobile phone companies, they like you paying through the nose because then they take all that money and they donate it uh, a portion of your bill to massive leftist causes, including Planned Parenthood. I have a story on abortion that is coming in about 60 minutes that will blow your mind uh, and is a don't miss on that. Please, 
What I want you to do is switch your phone service right now to Patriot Mobile. They have plans that will fit any budget, U.S. 100, uh, 100% U.S.-based customer support team, great personal service. They share your values. They're working hard uh, on their own time and with their own dimes to be able to, um, to preserve the things that we all believe in or we all used to, our unum, our bill of rights, the way we live our life. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Great phone service at a much better cost. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. So there was a story, I think it was last week in The Federalist, and we saw it and we began to do our own homework on it um, and because it was very, very disturbing. And um, it came out of The Federalist. While Democrats claim to engage in talks on bipartisan gun legislation in good faith, the White House is behind the scenes trying to shut down nationwide ammunition sales. In northeastern, or sorry, northwestern Missouri, major government-owned ammunition plant is now facing closure as the Biden administration escalates its war on American gun owners. Uh, the Lake City Ammunition Factory is one of the largest manufacturers of um, uh, 5.56 and 2.23 ammunition, which is the most popular caliber for the most targeted firearm in the country, the AR-15. In operation since 1941 to produce ammunition for the U.S. Army, the government contracts with the private firm Winchester to run the enterprise and sell any excess supplies to the open market. So here's what happened. Winchester called them. I'm sorry. Uh, the government called Winchester, apparently, allegedly, and said, you know, uh, you got a cute little business going on here. Uh, and uh, and it'd be horrible for something to happen to that business. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so what I'd like you to do is uh, maybe uh, maybe stop selling the uh, 30% of the ammunition to the private market. And Winchester said, most likely, uh, well, if we do that, then if there's a war, we can't ramp up to be able to make more ammunition for the war machine. I don't think you heard me. You're going to stop selling that ammunition. Now, celebrity voices are impersonated in this scenario, but I think that's pretty much what happened there. Otherwise, maybe we find somebody else to make our ammunition. You know what I'm saying? So uh, public-private partnerships always work out so very well. So we started doing our homework. Uh, it looks like Susan Rice was involved in this. Um, but again... Nobody's talking because they're all afraid of their legs being broken. One group that we have spoke to uh, that knows the situation uh, very well is the National Shooting Sports Foundation. And we have Larry Keene on with us. Hello, Larry. How are you? Uh, good to be with you, Glenn. How are you? Uh, very good. Very good. So, um, you know, I know... I know it wasn't quite as mob-like, uh, perhaps with Susan Rice involved. Maybe it was more. But can you tell me, is the gist of what I just said correct? Uh, I mean, basically, yes. Winchester was contacted by the Army that runs or owns the Lake City ammunition facility that Winchester runs under a contract. And they were told that the army is 
considering uh, issuing a policy edict in which Winchester would no longer be able to sell into the commercial market excess ammunition above um, the needs of the military to the commercial market, which accounts for between 30 and 40 percent of the market for 5.56 ammunition, which is the caliber most commonly uh, chambered for modern sporting rifles, including AR-15. So it would have a devastating effect on the commercial market for gun owners, as well as to harm national security, security and military preparedness. So there's a couple of things here. First of all, let's talk about the commercial side. The commercial side, you drop 30 to 40 percent. Your price, I've read your price of ammunition would go up three to four times. Is that true? Uh, Obviously, uh, economics being supply and demand, if you cut the supply that is already um, strained by 30 plus percent, it's going to have a significant impact on the price in the commercial market, for sure. It's also going to have an impact on what the military pays for ammunition manufactured at the Lake City facility because uh, the the cost, the economics of running that business for Winchester would change dramatically. So the the other part of this is for the military, not just in cost, but the reason why, if I'm not mistaken, the reason why uh, Winchester um, has that 30% and they make 30 or 40% of the commercial market is so they have the staff in case there's ever a major war. They have the staff. They don't have to ramp up. They can just shift all of that over to the military immediately so we have enough ammunition to be able to fight a war. Is that true? That's precisely correct. And if they can't sell them to the commercial market, those employees are gone. That production capacity is gone and in a surge situation let's say hypothetically we were engaged in a shooting war with an adversary like russia china or something the ability of winchester to meet that surge in demand would not exist we would not be able to meet that need whereas now they can they can simply shift that production from the commercial market to to the priority of meeting the needs of the warfighter so that ability is gone then uh, we can't meet surge in demands, and the price that the military pays for the ammunition they get now, even in a non-surge situation, would go up considerably. And the sale to the commercial market also helps to fund capital expenditures at the Lake City facility. So it's not just you know that they Winchester sells that ammunition um, in the commercial market; they they also are putting money back into the DOD to for capital improvements, capital expenditures at Lake City so that it is state of the art and can meet surge demands for the military. So as this was revealed last week, we had uh, some congressmen um, start to write some uh, write some letters to the White House. Um, some press started to uh, sniff around, at least, on, you know, on the on the right side. Uh, we started to sniff around, and immediately the gates are closed to the White House. And they say, this is, and I, I want to quote them here, um, the reports on a possible ban 
are way off. Uh-huh. Uh, do you believe that, that? I mean, The person making that go ahead. Is, is either mm-hmm. woefully uninformed of the facts because there was a meeting at the highest levels of the military on Friday to discuss this very issue, uh, or uh, they are not being truthful. But it it did happen. It is happening. Um, And there is a letter from 50 House members that has gone to the White House yesterday, led by Congresswoman Vicki Hartzler, in whose district the Lake City facility is located. And Senator Blunt's office from Missouri has been engaged in this issue as well. So, uh, you know, in 2015, the Obama administration tried to ban this ammunition um, under this incorrect legal theory that it was somehow armor-piercing ammunition. It is not, by definition, armor-piercing ammunition. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on just a second, because because that's really important, because I just read another story today that said that this is armor-piercing ammunition. Now, you say by definition it's not. What does that mean? Go look up in the Gun Control Act, Section 921, um, <laughs> and you can find the definition for armor-piercing ammunition. And if you look at this M855 green tip ammunition, it does not meet the definition of armor-piercing ammunition. It is not, by law, armor-piercing ammunition. So the Obama administration's effort in 2015 to somehow declare it armor-piercing ammunition uh, was withdrawn in, when there was a reaction by Congress, and uh, there were over 300,000 comments, public comments, to a notice that ATF had put out. They backed off, unable to do, to make it illegal. The Biden administration now is trying to make it unavailable, and this is all because they can't uh, pass a ban on modern sporting rifles. So if you can't Mary, ban without... the product, ban the ammunition. Without burning any bridges here, because I think it's very important that we know the truth, and I I certainly don't want to cause any trouble. How do we know your information is accurate? How how do we know the White House is lying here? We have had direct conversations with officials at Winchester, and we have had conversations with uh, staff of Senator Blunt and uh, Congressman Hartzler's office. So this is, in fact... Uh, happening. Uh, and um, they may have decided they've been caught with their hand in the proverbial cookie jar. But for them to say it was never under consideration, again, either the person making that statement is woefully uninformed of the true facts or is misleading the public. Um, another way of saying that is lying. Uh, the White House has been lying about many things. They continue to say Things are conspiracy theories or they're uh, or inaccurate. And then all of a sudden, what do you know? It turns out to be true. Has this stopped? Do you know, is the is the pressure off of of Winchester? Is this not going through now that they've been nabbed? uh, We have not been informed that um, that this uh, has definitively been withdrawn and is no longer being considered. Um, but this, you know, this is not the first time we've seen an effort by um, first Obama, now Biden, uh, to ban this ammunition and to make it unavailable. So we are going to continue to pursue this issue to ensure that 
this is not a, a, no longer a recurring problem and that um, that whoever holds the contract for the Lake City facility has the right to sell this excess uh, ammunition into the commercial market because, again, it's necessary for military preparedness. It's important for the taxpayer, and it helps to, to fund capital expenditures at the facility. And it's important, obviously, and it, for <laughs> Second Amendment rights to be exercised. Exactly right. Exactly right. Larry, is there anything the public can do? They should contact their uh, elected representatives in Washington, their congressmen and their representatives, and insist that this, uh, this issue be fixed once and for all. So we don't have to revisit this every couple of years. And how do we fix it once and for all? Uh, We make it clear in statute that whoever holds that contract has the right to sell this excess ammunition in the commercial market for the reasons we've just talked about. Okay. Uh, Thank you so much, Larry. I appreciate it. I appreciate everything that you guys are doing, uh, keeping our Second Amendment right uh, safe. Thank you. Um, appreciate it. We'll stay in touch. That's Larry King. He's from the National Shooting Sports Foundation about the uh, Missouri ammunition plant that the Biden administration is trying to curtail, which would uh, cut off a third to 40 percent of the 223 and 556 ammunition, which is the ammunition used by modern sporting rifles. All right. Our sponsor this half hour is Relief Factor. Brian wrote in about his experience with Relief Factor. He said, I was suffering from a ton of shoulder pain, and I actually thought I was going to have to have surgery on it. But I decided before I do that, I'll try Relief Factor. Well, he said, the pain literally went away within the first three days. Brian, that is great news. Um, Taking Relief Factor will relieve so much pain Uh, I've been on it for several years now, and I used to be in the kind of pain, honestly, that I'm in today because I'm up in the high altitude and it's very cold up here in the mountains. Uh, And uh, I haven't had this kind of pain in in quite some time. Uh, And very rarely does the pain break through with uh, relief factor. Uh, I used to be in this kind of pain. I couldn't paint. I couldn't use my hands when I was like this all the time. It's been years since I have felt like this, um, and I think it's just uh, the season up here. Anyway, uh, Relief Factor, it works. It works for me. It gave me my life back. I, re- I kind of forgot what it was like to live with pain all the time. ReliefFactor.com. Call 800-4-RELIEF. 800, the number 4-RELIEF. It's ReliefFactor.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. Welcome to the program. Stuber Gear, our executive producer. I find this uh, story that's coming out of Missouri to be really insidious. Again, the president said yesterday he was talking about gun control. And he said there's many ways to skin a cat. And believe me, they're going to use every way to skin a cat. Here's the one thing that the Democrats are very good at that the Republicans suck at. And that is while they're not in power. They are making plans, Um, and the plans that were being laid before Biden won the White House, um, and we know because we reported, they were open about it, and we reported on it. 
They had committees getting together to find out, to look at all of the cabinet positions and to see what instruments they had or could be construed as having that they could turn those levels and change the way of our life without going to Congress. This is one of them. And, you know, if if the White House wants us to believe that they're not doing this, um, you know, it's 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 a bridge too far because you would have to ask yourself if you're a progressive why wouldn't you be doing this this is what esg is all about why wouldn't you be shutting down the things um the uh, all of the funding to uh things that affect global warming or things that help guns on the street of course you would if that's the way you're operating through an administrative arm, why wouldn't you be doing it? Of course they're doing it. Yeah. Of course they are. And it's very, very dangerous. There's an interview with uh, Chris Murphy, the guy who's negotiating the, the you know, uh, bipartisan gun control bill. And it was with the New York Times. So it was, you know, arguing. The Times was basically saying, like, well, you're not getting enough here. You're not getting enough here. You, you need to get more. And his position was, look, what we need to do is pass this, even if it's not the best bill in the world, because what the goal of this is not just, you know, to save lives, but it's also to convince Republicans that the sky won't fall on them politically if this thing passes. It, we just need to show them that if they go along with some of this, they're not going to get punished like they mm-hmm. think they will. They're always scared of, of, of the sky falling. We need to show them that the sky so, won't fall. So it really is up to us to make sure if something like this passes to remind the Republicans that, yes, the sky will fall if you do something like this. It will. And we bes- need to make sure besides, it does. Besides Cornyn, who is I mean, because the phone should light up at Senator Cornyn's office uh, if you're in Texas. Can you get me the names of all of the people yeah. that are involved in this yeah. on the Republican side? Because the sky needs to fall in on them right now. Yeah, there's needs so to fall in. Four of them, I think, are retiring. Uh, the other six are are not up for election uh, this year. What cowards! Uh, but uh, what cowards! And honestly, I'll, you would trade. I would trade nine of these senators for one toasted cheddar chalupa from uh, from Taco Bell. <laughs> Uh, well, I the don't. only one who has any value in the group of 10 is Pat Toomey, who has always been a pretty good senator with one exception, which has been guns. Uh, other than that, he's been pretty good. I, but the other nine are I just, gotta, you know, garbage. I think that I think you're you're asking too much to trade. Uh, all <laughs> of those one senators. I, no, I don't think <laughs> okay. so. I think I mean, stop being unreasonable. <laughs> We're negotiating here. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Right now, you need to be making your finances a little bit more resilient. It's time to control your spending and review your high interest debt. You need to look into every possible way that you can save money. You need to know where it's going month after month, and if it's possible, make a change today that will help protect your financial future. This is where American Financing comes in. They're not a bank. They're a family-owned lender that has guided homeowners through past challenges like we're headed towards. Uh, we, I have to tell you, we're headed for real trouble. We have, um, we have Carol Roth on with us on hour number three of the podcast today. Uh, and we're going to be talking about the next shoe to fall. And it is, it's very concerning. You need to be aware of it. 
Um, getting a more flexible mortgage term, consolidating your high interest debt into your home loan. Whatever it is you need, these are the people that can make it happen. It's American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. You can get several toasted cheddar chalupas with the 10 bucks you save off of Blaze TV when you use the promo code GLEN at blazetv.com slash GLEN. Domare Gato, Mr. Roboto. Hello and welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, Pat Gray joins us from Pat Gray Unleashed. Mm. Hello, Pat. Domo Arogato, Mr. Roboto. Mm. That's, uh, yes. It took me back a ways. Yeah. <laughs> it did. It did. Well, that theme yeah, kind of took me back a little bit, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to talk to you a little bit about Slack. Mm. Do you use Slack on your program, Pat? No. <laughs> Pat Gray no, has Slack. Yeah, right. In 100,000 years, Pat Gray would not look, uh, log into Slack. <laughs> not kidding me? I can't get him so, to return a text. He hasn't, he hasn't gone on his email in 15 years. What <laughs> does Pat Gray use Slack? Email? You don't use email with Pat. You use smoke signals. Right. Um, anyway. So uh, uh, Slack is the way most of most of this company uh, communicates with each other. We communicate with each other. Or it's, uh, the uh, uh, producers all communicate during this show, et cetera, et cetera, on Slack. Um, we might want to get off Slack. Um, Slack is run by the CEO of Salesforce, Mark ben- uh, Benoff. Is it Benoff? How do you say his name? Benioff. Um, not a good guy. <laughs> Not a, not a, well, I can't say he's not a good guy. I'm sure he's good to his kids and he loves Santa and everything else. Uh, yes. but, uh, not necessarily on the side of freedom. Uh, and, uh, he has now banned a group called FAIR, uh, which is a, the Federation for American Immigration Reform, uh, saying that they are violating the company's terms of service. So now FAIR had everybody set up on Slack and all of their communication company-wide was going through this. And all of a sudden, they just are turned off. And, and FAIR is like, uh, hey, can we get somebody from customer service? None of it works. And they're like, yeah, you're a hate monger. So they said you were violating the terms of service. Well, here's what the terms of service prohibit. They prohibit clients from engaging in activity that incites or encourages violence or hatred against individuals or groups. And they're like, yeah, we're we're not doing any of that. Uh, And Slack won't give them, uh, you know, any any indication of what they were doing. Exactly. I would think that maybe you would call. Uh, fair and say hey guys you guys have somebody who's saying on slack oh by the way sorry we were just poking our nose in and watching everything that you guys do um you have somebody that is uh inciting violence here uh in your company or hey guys you're all plotting terrorist activities maybe we should uh not do business together but they didn't uh, now, uh, FAIR is suing them or preparing to sue them, and they say they want all of their records saved by Slack so they can, uh, A, have it all back, and B, 
use it against Slack in court because they say they're not violating this. But this is just another way of another reason, really, why we need to have a parallel um, uh, economy. Because these guys are just going to keep hacking and hacking and hacking away until we don't have ways to communicate with each other. Uh, we don't have ways to do business with one another. That's why I don't have Slack. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to tell everybody, yeah. don't get on Slack. I'm not getting on it. No. So I didn't. You took that strong moral <laughs> yeah, stand years ago. Yes, I did from the ago. beginning. From the yeah. very beginning yeah. on Slack. <laughs> Pat, Pat still hasn't made it to the answering machine age. <laughs> uh, I will say even Slack is even beyond my... I will not log into Slack, have never logged into Slack, refuse at all times to log into Slack. Uh, and mm-hmm. I am with you on this, Pat. A strong See? moral stance yeah. against the yeah. Great Reset. Why does Glenn participate in the Great Reset? I don't, I don't know. know. I, I don't know. know. I, I begged him not, not to. I begged him not you to. You know, we tried to Glenn, stop it. Don't get on Slack. Right. Whatever you do, and stop. He didn't yeah. care. Right. He said, I don't care. You right. know what? Right. We, these people are worthless <laughs> uh, eaters, and we don't need to worry <laughs> about the peasants in society. <laughs> I'm all really? in on Slack. Exactly. And I was like, wow, that's a, that's right. a crazy stance for Glenn. Yeah, that's what I thought. So anyway, A, I didn't know that Salesforce owned Slack. I wasn't the one who came up with Slack, but I am the one who's saying, we, as a company, we should get off of Slack. If you're Amen. a conservative company, I agree. get off of Okay, I don't care up. what they've done. I just get off of it. It's awful. That's why I've never been this on Slack. Yeah. A- <laughs> oh. Look, I'm sorry, Pat. Did we take a moral stance? We do did. we have principles? Yes. Unlike the rest do. of this company? Right. I, there's nothing I can do about that. Uh, you know? Exactly. I'm just trying to help <laughs> exactly. this world, this country, <laughs> the American people uh, against right. the attack of the Great Reset. And Glenn's like, I don't care. Let's Why do it. I keep paying you to? Why do I keep paying you to? <laughs> For the genius that spills out of us at all times. <laughs> 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 oh, oh man okay all right you i don't, have anything positive to bring to the table i do i've got this great navy uh training video mm. that you know i think oh. it i think you're gonna feel really confident about how our navy our navy <laughs> is protecting our nation right now once you see right. the training video uh can we can we show the first? Hi, my name is Johnny, and I use he/him pronouns. Hi, and I am Kanchi, and I use she/her pronouns. U.S. Well, we're Navy. here to talk about wait pronouns. Wait, United what States Navy. Wait. A pronoun is how wait, we identify stop. ourselves. We're <laughs> is that wait? A, we're, first of all, they're not in Navy uniforms. Right. The guy is wearing a rainbow sweater, <laughs> mm-hmm. and they've got a color what looks like a box of color crayons in the back uh, that just say. Let's say pronouns all in the rainbow colors. This is our Navy training film. Yeah, sad, isn't it? Wow. I'd like to give you. I'd, li- <laughs> I'd like to give you uh, my uh, my rendition of what is happening right now on the phone between Mao, uh, or sorry, uh, uh, Xi. Xi mm-hmm. I think of him as Mao and uh, and Putin. <laughs> <laughs> They <laughs> ah, got yeah. them now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is crazy. Yes. This is what we're, we're focused gonna lose on. the next war. Uh, it, yeah. If we don't put a stop to this, we are. Uh, I And could this possibly be why some of our uh, naval higher ups are 
being yes. fired because they're objecting to this kind of crap? They're saying, I'm not showing so this I, slop to my, my naval cadets. No, absolutely not. Right. And they're getting fired because so they don't I, share the Biden worldview. I found myself hesitant to even mention that story uh, when I saw it, what, a couple of days ago. We have how many? Uh, uh, an extraordinary number of, uh, of high-ranking Navy officials have been fired and it's highly mm-hmm. unusual, um, and they haven't been given any well, – I shouldn't say that. They haven't given the press or anybody asking any reason why these guys were fired. And my thought, Pat, was exactly like yours. Mm-hmm. I don't want to jump to conclusions because I – I mean, maybe it's – I don't know. Maybe it's something else, uh, but, uh, I mean, it, it is – I don't trust our military. I find myself in a situation that I've never found myself in ever before. And it makes sense that if these guys objected to this sort of stuff, you're doing really, you're talking about pronouns to the U.S. Navy? No, I'm not doing that. And what I find interesting about this in particular is, yeah, let's just say it's sane to care about pronouns like this. Let's just say yeah. that was the real world. Like, I, I mean, yeah. I can't get to that world. I don't understand why people care about pronouns so much. I don't, mm-hmm. let's, but let's just say this was the nice, generous, the right way to go. Absolutely. Isn't going into the military a big part of that journey to be tough enough to not care about stuff like that? Yes. Like, I mean, it, you're getting bullets yes. are coming at you. Mm-hmm. Explosions are going on. You have to push through hours and hours of endless torture to try to win a war. If you care about pronouns, that will not occur. <laughs> <laughs> it's fundamentally what a Who's military is, is to make you tough enough to not care about stuff like that. We need to put Jason on this or or if you have any. Uh, any inside information, you just uh, send it to um, glenbeck.com. Uh, go to glenbeck.com uh, slash contact. Um, I'd like to know who's, who's, who's organizing all this because there's two ways to look at it. Somebody who really thinks, you know, we just need to be, we're already snappy dressers, but we need to be nicer <laughs> to each other, Okay. Um, and yes, we're going to be a tough war machine, but we're going to be nice to each other. I don't think that's it. I think it's more like we need to destroy this machine. We need to do yeah. everything we can mm-hmm. to destroy this machine from the inside. And knowing who's behind all of this uh, will tell you. If you have any inside information on any of the stuff going on in our military, uh, specifically, who is behind this? Uh, please contact us. It'll help our researchers get a jump jump start. Because I don't think we have anything in in the works on on the military. So please uh, look into that for us. Um, can I ask you guys? Can I give you guys a question? It's a it's a new game I've come up with. Are you part of the problem? And I'd like to see if you guys would play real quick. Are are mm-hmm. you? Okay, sure. Yeah. Pat Gray, Glenn Beck. Are you part sure. of the problem? And here's the question. All you have to do. I'm just going to give you a quick excerpt from a story. And you just need to tell me what hap- what's happened, okay? Mm-hmm. You tell me what's happened, you're not part of the problem. If you don't know what's happened, you are part of the problem, okay? This is All a story right. about Katie okay. Tour. She right. is a, uh, a news journalist of some sort, apparently prominent enough to write an mm-hmm. autobiography. 
I don't know why she wrote wow. an autobiography, but apparently people know of her enough to write an autobiography. She was on a podcast. Oh, I'm reading it right now. Oh, you are? Okay, good, good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear Yeah, this. I read it twice, yeah. So you may be... Uh, <laughs> on Slack. You're not... <laughs> you're definitely not part of the problem now. <laughs> okay, here's, here's just, a quick, just a quick tale here. Here you go. A tour tells Molly that the book also covers her very violent childhood, including anecdotes about her estranged father, Zoe Tour. I know it's going to be hard for her to read, but it would be hard for anybody to read, says Tour, who told Molly she refers to her father, who is a transgender woman using pronouns she and her, unless it's talking about her in the past. What? <laughs> you, <laughs> I'm Pat part of Gray, the problem. are part of the problem. I knew I was going to be. I, yes, you. I'm part of the problem. What yes. is this? Wow. Tur tells Molly that the book also covers her Jeez. very violent childhood, including anecdotes about her estranged father, Zoe Tour. I know it's going to be hard for her to read. So he's talked. She's talking about her dad, who was violent to her. That he's. She's now referring to him as, as her. her. Because her name is now Zoe. Uh-huh. And then she says she refers to her father, who is a transgender woman, using the pronoun she and her, unless she's talking about her in the past. This is not, that's not English, guys. She, I don't know what that is. That is not English. Dead names her dad sometimes. Oh, yeah. that's tragic. Thank you, Pat. You know yeah. who's the problem yeah. here? It's Katie Stu Tour for bringing <laughs> up Stu. The, for bringing up the dead naming. Thank you very much, Pat Gray Unleashed. By the way, Pat's show, uh, his uh, after show on Pat Gray Unleashed today was Hillary Clinton. Uh, is she a demon from hell? Uh, and I'm not sure what they decided, but part of the problem. That's what I'm deciding. He's part of the problem, Pat. Our sponsor <laughs> this half hour is uh, Rough Greens. Okay, how you feeding your dog? Most likely you're feeding your dog kibble food. That's what most people use. Kibble food is dead food. It, it's made by law uh, to last on the shelf for at least two years. It means it has nothing alive in it at all. Don't throw your kibble food out. Just bring it alive with Rough Greens. That's all you have to do. Rough Greens, it's not a dog food. It's a supplement that you sprinkle on the food, and dogs love it because it tastes amazing, and they're getting all the vitamins and minerals and and all of the live things like probiotics that they need to live a healthy, long life. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident your dog is going to love it. They have a special deal for you. You you just pay for the shipping. They'll send you the first bag of Rough Greens just to make sure that your dog will eat it. If your dog eats it, then you go ahead and order. And I'm telling you, you will see changes in your dog month after month after month. It's roughgreens.com slash back. R-U-F-F greens dot com slash back or call 833-GLEN-33. 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Roughgreens.com slash back. The Glenn Back Program. That's when it happens. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Um, there are, oof, there are uh, posters being put up all over in Washington D.C. Um, getting ready for the Supreme Court decision on Roe versus Wade. Uh, that could be today. I highly doubt it. It'll probably be next week. But uh, just a few minutes, the Supreme Court, uh, we believe, going to start 
releasing uh, decisions uh, from this year's uh, court. But these posters say, and can we put one up on the screen right there? It is D.C. call to action night of rage. The night SCOTUS overturns Roe versus Wade hit the streets. You said you'd riot to our oppressors. If abortions aren't safe, then you're not either. Jane's Revenge. Now, we've done some research on Jane's Revenge, and I'm going to present it to you uh, next hour. Um, but I will I will tell you that um, the the lack of interest with our Department of Justice should tell you everything you need to know. They have been saying that there is going to be riots. There is going to be violence. There already has been over 40 violent attacks on pro-life centers just since the the ruling was leaked. The DOJ, what are they doing? The DOJ, where are you on Jane's revenge? Have you read any stories in the mainstream media on who these people are? We have a real problem, and rage is coming to our cities. Uh, I, I hope and I pray for our Supreme Court justices, for our police officers who haven't been reimagined out of a job, uh, and I pray for our nation. A call to action from Jane's Revenge. Who are they? What do they have planned? And where's the DOJ? All of that information... Coming up next.